Today's show is sponsored by our friends at distilleryproducts.com. I could talk about this forever. You already know the drill. If you need awesome laser edge glassware at wholesale prices and you are a bourbon group, you are a store, you're a distillery, you got to talk to the folks at distilleryproducts.com. Reach out to me. I would be happy to get you in touch with them. They have amazing prices and do amazing work at distilleryproducts.com. Today's show is also sponsored by our friends at Orca Coolers. Make this summer the coolest summer ever with Orca. They have something for everyone from American-made, lifetime-guaranteed hardside coolers to stainless steel whiskey barrel tumblers. They're ready to have your name on it. I got a hard cooler, a soft cooler. I got a few of these whiskey barrel tumblers. I'm getting ready to make my barbecues awesome. Use code DADS20 for 20% off of your order at Orca Coolers. That is code DADS20. Adds 20 and you're going to get 20% off. And that actually means something pretty substantial when you go to get a new cooler. So check them out. OrcaCoolers.com. Use code DADS20 for 20% off. Today's show is also sponsored by our friends at Action 24-7. You want action? Get in on the action with Action 24-7, Tennessee's only sports book by Tennesseans for Tennesseans. And y'all have no idea right now how pumped I am. I know I had big news. I wanted to get out to you last week, but now this week it's good to go. Use code DADS100 and they will match up to $400 of your first deposit. Same code, more money. Use code dads 100 they will match up to 400 bucks of your deposit check it out there's mlb stuff going on there is soccer stuff going on insurance on all of them preds home games check out all the specials when you go into the app at action247.com or get the app on your phone use code dads 100 and get in on the action Zeke, you got a cold open for us this week uh, not about me i mean it would it, be a very long delivery and then it'd be even longer Cause I could, this kid I worked with long story short, went to new Orleans and he always does some dumb shit. And so when he came back today, I, I got to dig into the dumb shit and I could parlay that into plenty of my own dumb shit from new Orleans, but that's going to be much longer than you want to edit or deal with. I think so I would say hold off. And that is why we don't have a cold open this week. <laughs> I'm just going to run that as the cold open. I don't care. everyone my name is john edwards and with me as always is zeke baker and together we make the dad's drink of bourbon wherever you are whatever time it is thank you for making us a part of your day how are you ezekiel baker uh, not too shabby uh getting ready for a, a a road trip weekend although i think it or i hope i rather i guess i should say that it um it passes fairly quickly now are you going to actually watch the derby or are you going to be on the road instead what time does it run 5 50 p.m central so 6 50 eastern i most likely will be back on the road by then uh we have a a 2 p.m eastern reservation at saint elmo's in indy and then i expect to be back on the road by like four the latest now do you want to tell everyone what you were picking up in indianapolis yeah. So, um, as most folks remember back in January, we did some picks. Two of the three were 
a Jack Daniels barrel proof and an old Forrester barrel proof. And I am picking up both of our halves of those barrels. I think it's fair to say that we're going to be putting something up fairly soon after you pick these up on Saturday in our Facebook group. Zeke was talking about having a code word that would be something that he could post a link to a Google spreadsheet and the first X amount of people that post the code word would have it automatic in for this bottle. I am going to pick the code word. What? And the code word is women's XL. That's no, it's too many words. You can space it out, caps, lowercase. No, that's a lot of variables. You're just upset that Ryan Megan from Maker's Mark got you a women's XL flannel. <laughs> You're wearing right now. Like, so let's go over this. You not only have women's yoga pants that you stole from an ex-girlfriend years ago those aren't yogas they're sweats and they have a georgia bulldogs logo on them there's nothing wrong with that and what size are they i don't know they fit me if they fit you and you're like six four well i would just merely point out you're six three i'm six four but there's a pretty good delta in our waist sizes what size waist are you 34 it's not that much off I'm just saying you can't base because of my height whether or not a female sweatpants fit me. Plus, you figure most females wearing sweats like to be cozy in them. You also have a women's Jack Daniels pullover that you bought yourself, knowing that I didn't buy it. It was with a free gift card. But you knew it was a woman's pullover when you got it. So maybe I didn't. I knew it was going to be cozy to sleep in in the winter months. Everybody knew it was a woman's size. I didn't pick up on that. Oh, because everybody got one for their significant others while we were there, and you bought one for yourself. I thought they were being nice, and I just needed to take care of me at the time. Okay. (laughs) Zeke was having a me day. Now, last but not least, I think Megan might have listened to Dad's Drinking Bourbon and just thinks, like, I'm going to order Zeke a women's XL because I feel feel like maybe he likes the cut of women's clothes more than <laughs> men's i mean you you had this up you were talking about the advantages before we started recording and you rolled your sleeves like twice and they were right where they needed to be where i would need to roll mine like four or five six times to get it up over my elbow i mean i don't like to wear my sleeves there i like a two flip right mid forearm i'm just saying that i was showing you that as meaning like look how short these sleeves are i mean it's like when you know you're a kid and your mom washed your clothes and uh you know did it with hot water and ran the dryer too much or something and like oh oh favorite shirt don't fit no more the shirt goes up to the middle of your belly when you raise your hands up it's cute <laughs> i know the best part you're cutting out on this, though, is when I just went to put it on, literally just to try it on before I threw it in the laundry. And then I looked down, and I'm like, I can't button this damn thing. Like, what is wrong with the buttons? And I look, and I look, and I'm like, am I having a special moment or something? And then finally, I look at the bag, and like, women's XL. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> that really just ryan megan from makers mark is now my favorite person i have to say that like the fact that he gave you a woman's xl shirt after hanging out with us for the night i think he would really appreciate it even more that he gave you a woman's xl shirt <laughs> uh, subtle jokes for days subtle jokes for days so if women's xl 
is not the proper. Can we just do XL or WXL? The code is WXL. All one word, no space. Tom and I had discussed this option already for uh, if this is what we were going to do for allowing some of the bottles to go out. And we, we came up with what we thought was a, a pretty good. But why was Tom deciding what the DDB passcode would be? Because he's the one that first pointed out the reference of, of who you resemble highly on this sticker. So what does he think the passcode is going to be? Lenny, as in Lenny from Of Mice and Men. This is not going to a troll me thing. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the sticker. That means you get trolled. I mean, with fame comes a price, Edwards. Or in honor of Goose's retirement, retire. Who says once again, there's way too many variables on how to spell that the second attempt you threw out there. Who says, you know, this year I'm going to retire. Well, I guess we can uh, debate this after we get done debating this whiskey we have coming up. Yeah, I mean, I think we need to get a word out in today's show, but stay tuned. We will have a word before the end of this show. And then Zeke will put up a Google spreadsheet sometime after Saturday. Might be Sunday, might be Monday, might be Tuesday. We don't know. And to throw up an asterisk here, this is assuming I can figure out how to do this. I've seen it done, so I think it's possible. But again, this is not 100% guarantee. Uh, John can read the the fine print on this uh, whatever at the very end kind of thing. (laughs) Well, you've done this before. You've set up a Google spreadsheet. Yeah, just not the thing where you type in the password, let you in. And then also I want to set it so I can cap it off at so many people in case I miss it. Because the barrel is fairly short and we're not going to run everything that we have through this. But we want to take care of some of the the folks that do listen to us on the reg and keep up with the shows and the Try to reward them as best we can. I think you just do a Google form and it has one question. And yeah, I mean, neither, there's a way. Well, I'm just saying. You just timestamp it. And you just timestamp it. In case I have a moment, you know, it happens. You have lots of moments. But tonight we are drinking The Prisoner, which is what Zeke is going to be in a car all day Saturday. And it is Bardstown Bourbon. They unveil their second collaboration with the Prisoner Wine Company. And it was released on April 1st, 2021. This expression is a 100-proof 10-year-old Tennessee bourbon aged for 18 months in French oak red wine barrels used to age the winery's flagship product, the Prisoner Red Blend. So then Steve Nally talks about aspects of the spirit, and it's always the part of the press release that I like to skip because it kind of gives you hints as to what you should be tasting. They've done a whole bunch of collaborations, as you know. So Bardstown Bourbon Company's collaboration with the Prisoner Wine Company is the latest release in the distillery's collaborative series, a line of bourbons finished in barrels from distilleries, winemakers, and brewers from around the world. Only 3,000 cases of this exclusive release will be produced overall and thus on an allocated basis for distribution. The Prisoner Wine Company has remained at the forefront of California luxury red blends since first hitting the market in 2000. This will be in all of Bardstown Bourbon Company's markets. That's Kentucky, Indiana, Tennessee, Illinois, Ohio, California, Washington, D.C., Maryland, Delaware, Colorado, Nevada, Texas, New York, Georgia, and Michigan. And this will come in at $124. That made Zeke perk up a little bit. Wow. Questions, comments, concerns, words of wisdom. That's a strong price tag. I guess it 
it fits the bill for LTOs these days, but let, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss that later. Sorry, but it did uh, perk me up more than I expected out of a, a hundred proof whiskey, which all I have is a sample labeled Bargetown Bourbon Company, the prisoners. So I'm pretty well blind going into this. So me tasting it, I'm just thinking, oh, neat little hundred year or hundred proof juice here. Okay. You know, yada, yada. And I have to think, I mean, the, the price immediately was the thing that stuck out for me. I do love giving you samples that way and not giving you all the information because I do like looking at your face when I read off all the stats and I like to see what makes you perk up and what makes you not. By perk up, you mean the few times I actually uh, hear something that makes me pay attention? Yes. So I throw things out there like sometimes I you know make fun of you and you aren't listening. You just keep doing whatever you're doing. Uh, well, most times, I mean... There's a certain word count where once you hit it, I, I completely uh, just space right on out of here. But you, you've been better lately. You've, you've been cutting to the chase a little more. I've been proud of you. That word count is two. It's like, hey, Zeke, what, and you're like, what'd you say? <laughs> Let's talk about this. What did you think about this whiskey, Zeke Baker? So I'll give you a a play-by-play of this. I uh, While you were dilly-dallying earlier, I decided to go ahead and shave and whatnot. So I take a nip or two while shaving. Obviously, I'm you know, not nosing or anything, just uh, trying to get an idea for the flavor and the profile. Immediately on this one, I, I notice an oak and you know some tannins. And there's definitely even a, a dusty funk element to it. And I really do not use that, I don't think, hardly at all, especially with newer whiskeys. I, I, I think there's a strong difference in the older stuff and now and when you use that kind of dusty funk term i don't like to throw it around loosely but my memory really went there and i was like wow like i, I don't know what this is and for 100 proof bourbon it, it's got a good flavor and again it's it's oak forward but not like i would say most things i've had recently to where the oak is overbearing or comes across and kind of charry, bittery, dry, and, and just has some off-putting elements. There was a weird kind of uh, twang or smidge or something on the very tail end, I thought, that was kind of off or, or threw a curve at me. And, and that's when I was like, all right, well, let's think about this for a second and also not cut part of my face off. But I could tell there must be some kind of stave or finishing involved. 95% of that whole profile, it was definitely oak forward had kind of that funk element to it, and I, I really liked it. And then just something at the back end, like I say, was a little bit squirrely and, and kind of revealed, you know, how this probably went on or, or what was going on there. But other than that, I really thought like, man, you know, if you're going to do one thing and do it well, this really does it. Uh, Nose-wise, it, you know, just to confirm, I, I did that it, it really matched the whole profile. Oak, tannins, but the tannins seemed kind of vibrant, and it definitely did uh, remind me of uh, French oak characteristics, especially uh, like John said, we did the um, Maker's Blend last night here. So obviously there was some some French oak components, and it, I, I definitely picked up on some of the the characteristics that we we picked up from that. That was really what I, I got out of this. I will take it a different direction, but agree with you on a whole hell of a lot of it. I think on the first crack. This one, and this was a media sample. It wasn't a full 750. This was a media sample provided to us from Bardstown Bourbon Company. So thank you very much for that. When you first pour it into the glass, and I know this is not how whiskey works. I, I'm smart enough to know that this is not how whiskey works. But it's almost like it separates out on the nose where you really get that dickle corn. And then it's like 
dickle corn mixed with fruit juice. But but wait, hold hold off before you give me looks. And then the taste, it was like on the first crack, it was heavy corn on the palate. You let it sit out for 10, 15 minutes. I know we've been talking about this a lot about getting air and all that kind of stuff. It's like for some reason you give it some time and it mingles together and then I got everything you got. It was just when I initially first poured it, I can't explain it. Like I took the nose, I go, this is corn. And then it was like, oh man, all of this stuff mingled together. It's almost like when you have a coffee and you first pour creamer in it and it's not mixed all the way together and sometimes you got to take your spoon and really just mix it up. I felt like that was this pour and then once it mingled it was hot damn this is amazing and that's when the oak really came out and that's where that funk really came out and it wasn't corn mixed with fruit juice anymore it was this whole other completely different amazing thing at least i'll take this moment to remind folks for the bazillionth time that Edwards is the coffee drinker here and apparently even uses creamer in it. I, I rarely drink it, and if I do, it's just black, but I'll just take this moment to remind everyone. I will take this moment to remind everybody that I drink my coffee black. Thank you very much. <laughs> I do put a couple yep. of ice cubes in it because I prefer my coffee tepid, and that's because <laughs> I like to chug it and get the caffeine. Hey, you, you made the analogy, not me, buds. So I was trying to come up with a simile that would make everybody understand without i'm with you but you know you gotta use the disclaimers of not that i would know from experience but i feel like from seeing it blah 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 (laughs) (laughs) any rate i do think honestly though um on a much more serious tone i think this is one of those areas to where you knowing what was in it threw your mind off and mine didn't a because I didn't get that at all. Also, hearing that this is a media sample, I just assumed we had a bottle. You know, again, I don't know. When I was shaving, I just nipped this from the Boston round. Yes, it has been at least exposed to air twice, but then, you know, stuck in an airtight vessel. Whereas for nosing here while we did this first part of the show, I had some in the you know, the, the, the many uh, Glenn things we have because it wasn't going to put a whole lot in there. Literally, as I'm nosing from the time you started recording this till now, which can't be that much time, the nose has fallen apart a fair amount. The profile has shifted and fallen apart a fair amount. And I even wrote that down before you got into the part of what it was to hear that it was Dickel and, and really have my mind, you know, even possibly. Well, they didn't say Dickel. They said 10 year Tennessee bourbon. Well, either either way. I'm just trying to say before you read off the part about 10 year Tennessee, I thought, wow, like for this to be, you know, not a fresh cracked bottle or to be air exposed to some degree to at least be in this Boston round, but then to sit in this glass and in no more than 15 or 20 minutes, granted it's not a high volume, but it's also a small glass. It really started to break down. And I mean, I don't know if oxidize is the word, but the vibrancy and the pop of the oak completely just. You know, it, it lost that little pep it had and what I really was surprised by on the first couple of nips of it. Now, that kind of throws me off a good bit. Uh, one of the notes I noticed I didn't miss, too, was I thought there was a really good kick in the middle part of this one. And you could tell it was a rye kick, but it wasn't spicy. It just kind of gave it a good, you know, little pep and like a little, whoa, come up kind of feeling. Um, and it had a really good mouthfeel. But again, sitting in the glass in like 10 minutes, it, it started to... 
you know, move or almost disassemble. It seemed I didn't get the disassemble. I got more of assemble. The more it sat in the glass for me, it more it kind of came together that's a great way of putting it and i know that you thought i was just giving you shit when i said that but it's almost like when the coffee and creamer mix you're assembling the drink and it's like the drink is really coming together i feel like it needs 10 15 minutes for the drink to come together on this one because the sum of the parts and maybe you're right the fact that i knew what was in there might have put my mind a certain way first and that's why we do like to drink blind yeah i mean i really think it skewed you on this not even giving you shit just because like i said the first little nip i had i messaged some buddies and i'm like man like send them a picture like have you had this they're like no why like it's not complex or or multi-dimensional by any means but what it does with the oak it does it really well and it's even got a little bit like a dusty funk to it i was like i don't know what the price is but this might be worth chasing down based on, you know, the profile that I haven't really seen or found anything that I would call, you know, a a new release, so to speak. Well, and it's a full mouthfeel too. That's the other thing that I would say is nothing about this. I know it's a hundred proof, but it's not a thin hundred proof. It's definitely. No, not at all. Reminds me of some of those old bottled and bonds that people, I think used to write off because even though it was a bottle and bond, you know, nowadays like, oh, it's just a hundred proof, you know, yada, yada, but still delivers plenty of flavor uh my, my analogy for this one was you know it's kind of like a you know i thought about a baseball pitcher and you know some guys will try and you know have the, you know three or four pitches in their uh their repertoire and do all this and that but the most successful ones they just have one money pitch and they do it better than anybody what this does as far as the oak and everything it does it pretty damn good i think this is the rick vaughn of whiskeys <laughs> Even funnier, the fact that there's Tennessee and presuming the source on that, you know, we've often laughed and said like, man, if you ever find a way to take that stuff, but take the, uh, the GD element out of it, you might be fucking onto a gold mine. <laughs> I'm not going to go that far yet, but this masked it pretty darn well. It begs the question though, Bardstown has proven themselves to be great blenders. Have you had the Chateau Labad? No, Tom tells me it's, he actually might've given me a sample. I can't remember, but he likes that one and was buying them before secondary shot up on them. And then he was like, F it, I'm not paying that much for them. But I've heard it was a really good pour. That was my favorite. I didn't get a bottle of it. I got a sample. It wasn't a media sample or else you would have got some too. Somebody had sent me two ounces of that one and I completely just lost my shit. I was like, I need to find this. And I couldn't find a bottle of it. They're hefty price tags. They're not putting things out besides the Fusion that are under 100 bucks right now. Let's just be honest. Bardstown's doing great shit, and they know the great shit costs money. You got to think you're going to a really good winery out of California. That red wine barrel, you got to get it all across the country. You got to get it to Bardstown. I mean, if you were to use FedEx for just a barrel head, it's 125 bucks. Think of what it would cost to ship a barrel. So you got to ship that stuff over here. Then you got to age it. You know, everything that goes into finishing is more overhead, more cost. Does that cost equal 124 bucks? I don't know. I don't. And I'm not going to hate if you have 124 bucks. I think it's a solid pour. If you don't go get it at a bar. That's kind of where I am. I would definitely get it at a bar and would do so with a keen eye on the feel level and then also slow drink it to see what it does in the glass just 
I mean, it could have been a one-off anomaly here or, or whatever, but that wasn't much time for what I perceived as a, a pretty decent movement. But if I revisited it, it, it held what it had going. I, I definitely, I would have to, to look at it pretty strongly. The only thing that would tempt my eye more right now would be the the 12 year across the street at Lux Row. I've been a really, but has the price gone up on that Edwards? I can't remember. I don't know, but we need to go up and get another one sometime soon. Yeah. Not to throw off of what we were reviewing, but that is a damn good pour if you haven't gotten one. But if you are an Oak fan, dusty fan, and especially if you like red wines, I, I don't think you're going to find anything that's more of a wheelhouse. And when Zeke and I find, we've actually had a couple things recently that have been wine finished that we haven't disliked. So when Zeke and I find a wine finish that we both kind of agree is good, and we normally don't go for finishes, that means if you like a finished whiskey, you're probably going to love the hell out of this one. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty damn close to a buy on this. May as well go ahead and kick it over. If you don't care about spending that money, go ahead and buy it. It's an LTO, possibly not going to come around again. And if anything, the novelty of 10-year Tennessee juice where you don't uh, pick up quite a few of aspects you would expect, that's worth a few extra bucks. This is the second release of it. I can only assume that there's going to be a third. Oh, always hiding the details from me. I said it. I pay attention to these things. I listen to every word. (laughs) I said it like twice already. I listen to every word you say. Wait, what's up? (laughs) <laughs> that that listen, shirt li- listen versus um you know comprehend or uh computer or whatever uh, yeah that, that, there's a breakdown there we should have a new thing at the end of these where we go okay zeke you tell me the five things you learned about from what john said he really likes cream with his coffee <laughs> he recommends you stir it counterclockwise not clockwise because it gets it just does something to help it mingle. And one cube of ice halfway through your stirring will allow an even dispersed tepid temperature throughout the glass if you, again, keep stirring it counterclockwise a medium speed. Black coffee put ice in the glass before you pour. <laughs> that is my style. Which is one thing we all know you don't have. Thank you, asshole. <laughs> On that note, we're coming to the end of the show what do you think the first word should be? We could do something else. We could anything else. Maybe those two suck. I, I like goose. I mean, that, that's where we got the image from. We put your uh, big pretty face on, and he also led us on the pick that day. So I'm perfectly fine with that. Capital G double O S E. And just the G is capitalized. Well, yeah, that's why I said capital G. Yeah. Capital G, lowercase O, lowercase O, lowercase S, lowercase E. Casey? Casey's not in there, just Goose. Goose retard. <laughs> I love Goose. Literally one of the funniest and nicest people you'll ever meet if you're uh, down in Lynchburg and see him. Go ahead and allot yourself a good 30 minutes to shoot the shit because it'll take at least that long for you to even halfway and enjoy and appreciate everything he's got going because it's just great. The best thing about doing a pick with Goose is when you go into the Squire house, they sit you down in that room and you're in the couches and leather couch, leather chairs, and Goose has his chair that's made out of staves, and he's had that chair forever, and he'll come and sit down, and it's the Goose shooting the shit with you for 30 minutes before you go in the back room, and then he tells you all about Jack Daniels. That 30 minutes of shooting the shit before is like the best 
30 minutes. It's awesome. Goose is just a character. and He's got story after story after story. I love with Goose and Randall, just how everybody will sit there and try to get them to say something bad about Jack Daniels or something that they drank besides Jack Daniels. And Randall's like, yeah, I drank one thing in my whole 60. How many years has he been at Jack? Like 50 years. So long damn time. He's like, I've drank one thing other than Jack Daniels. Yeah. The whole time I was here and it was at a bar and this guy came up to me and he goes, I just got a tour from you at Jack Daniels. And he goes, what are you drinking? I want to buy you a drink. And he was like, oh no. And then the guy was like, no, I insist. And he's like wild Turkey or something like that. (laughs) And then the guy looked at him funny, like, wait, you don't drink Jack Daniels. So if you think about the people that work at that distillery, like 99.9% of them drink Jack and only Jack whenever they're out because they don't want anybody knowing that they work at Jack and then drink Jim Beam. Kind of crazy, huh? I'm lost how you said Beam and Turkey, but they only drink Jack. But I maybe I did follow that one a little too closely. Randall got caught his first week working at Jack drinking Turkey at a bar. And he said, never again. After that night, he said, never again am I drinking anything other than Jack. That ties it in a little better there. See, this is why I don't pay attention to you too close sometimes. I don't know. I think it's a pretty good time to call it. We want to thank Bardstown Bourbon Company for sending us this whiskey. Remember to visit our sponsors. Go to distilleryproducts.com. Go to orcacoors.com. Use code DADS20. Get 20% off. And if you go to action247.com, the Derby is coming up. If you use code DADS100, they will match up to $400 of your deposit. The folks can find us on Facebook at Dads Drink of Bourbon, Twitter at Bourbon Dads, Instagram at Dads Drink of Bourbon. Find us wherever you download your podcast. Chance already already have because you're listening to us right now. Zeke, where else can the folks find us? Saturday, uh, burning down the asphalt, heading up to Indian back. Uh, other than that, I'll be uh, here in good old Nashville, Tennessee. And I mentioned the sponsors twice because Zeke needs to raise money and buy shirts that fit him. Cheers. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I just need to get donated shirts that fit, not buy. Come on. Okay, Chris Martin. Ciao. <laughs>